Previously on AMC's The Walking Dead. See who they are. Their group. See what they can do. By now we got the advantage. Stay close to the buildings and keep quiet. It's sooner or later. Welcome to PPN's The Pulping Dead. I'm Mike. I'm MB. And we're talking about Consumed, the newest bad episode of The Walking Dead. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh... So, I, I, li- I like this episode more than you, but not in a way that, like, I'm going to sit here and defend this episode from you, MB, you piece of shit. <laughs> I don't know why I would that be that angry about it, but I expect it. Like I was like, well, you know, Mike, this is really harsh, but I have to say this is like totally where I thought you would be coming from. So I'm just gonna sit here and take it, and and then like like go to therapy the next day, and like like it's it's gonna be a, a, a real issue, and I'm just gonna be like, and then he said, and and uh, it's just gonna be one, a downward spiral. And then one fateful night, you're just you're just you're just sitting outside in your car, right outside my house, and you're just sitting there. You're drunk, you're high, all this anger, everything I've ever done to you. You got a gun in your hand, and you blow my fucking brains out, and you go to jail, you piece of shit. That's what you fucking deserve for killing me, your friend, your co-host. Brian. But The Walking Dead. Anyway, why did we infuse Pulp Nightmare into this? Uh, because it's more interesting. So. Yeah, um, I, okay. So I, okay, I, I want to start here. <laughs> I, I said this last week, not every episode can be a bottle episode. And the, the thing is, this wasn't necessarily a bottle episode in the traditional sense, because the drive behind it, there was a drive behind this episode. It wasn't just people wandering about with no purpose. They were searching for clues for Beth. Problem, big problem. We've already we, seen where Beth is. So we spend an hour waiting for these motherfuckers to figure shit out that we already know, rendering the search for Beth completely fucking pointless. I mean, yeah, they have to find out, but an hour of them until they actually meet up with Noah and go to the hospital and shit like that. It's like, and, okay, what, what, what we and why? Why do we have to spend an hour doing that? And also just knowing what they're going to find. And it being that. Yeah, it's like, okay, so we know they're going to find Noah. And even when they meet Noah the first time, we know who Noah is. So, okay, they should take, okay, we're, we know they're, he's gonna, they're going to eventually come across Noah again and then team up with him, right? We know that. It's like, stru- structure-wise, I don't get this season. Why didn't this episode air before Slabtown? And we're intrigued, and we don't know who Noah is when we're first introduced to him. And then you, then they, then they track down where Beth is, and then we cut to Slab Town, and then you're introduced to Noah, and it cuts back in time. Like that structure would at least make more sense for this for this episode's placement. Otherwise, this comes across as just spinning its wheels to fill an episode. Feels, feels masturbatory. Yeah, and especially because we don't really learn anything new about the characters. I mean, obviously, it went into why Carol wanted to leave the group, which is fine. That makes sense. But other than that, it's just a it's two characters going away. Hey, things are different than they used to be. No very, shit, motherfuckers. It's and, five seasons in. And that's a variation of the same conversation every character has been having 
in every episode this season. Or even we last had, season. We, we had a version of that with Rick and Carl. And then the next episode, we had an episode, like, we had the version of that conversation with Maggie and Glenn. It's tiresome. It's re- it's getting, it's really fucking tiresome and it's getting pretentious, like the flashbacks in this episode. What gets me about this episode, though, is that we have the beginning where it's like it's it's set up kind of interestingly where you have Daryl and Carol going to the big city and tracking down, you know, who we know to be the cop from the hospital. Then they decide to shack up for the night. And, you know, Carol knows a nearby place and they reveal like how she does that and all that. That's fine. It's a woman's shelter, which I, I thought that was I thought that I thought that entire sequence was very good and very well done. And, you know, everything's going fine. Then everything slows to the crawliest crawl I have ever seen this show slow to, outside of Slabtown, probably, where something happens and nothing happens at the same time. Well, I was happy to see them explore the urban environment and be out of the woods. So it was cool to see them go place to place there, but it did come down to the only thing that was happening was Carol and Daryl um, go into a room. Yeah. They have an existential conversation in said room. They leave. They go to another room, stop, Exist- have an existential conversation. Existential conversation, which is the same exact conversation worded differently. Pretty much. Like, everything should have been put into the scene, the woman's home, in the woman's shelter. That was the perfect place to get everything out. And then, you know, why Carol left, wanted to leave the group again and all that could have been played after Noah comes and takes their weapons and stuff. And where it where, been, where it was done, where it was done in the actual episode. That was perfect. And it shouldn't have been done in a way where you had flashbacks of Carol looking up at the sky. The stuff we didn't really need to see. The... The audience is smart. Like I, I, I don't feel I don't know why I have to say this. The bit in the woman's shelter where they come across the two zombies, the one of the woman and the woman's child, um, without any, and then you know Daryl says no, you don't have to, and then next day he's burning the bodies for Carol, and then we know Carol's history, we know her story arc. We know where she came from. Without any dialogue, that moment showed more and said more than any scenes of them just drowsily talking to one another with flowery dialogue. I'm sure the writer was very proud of himself for writing. While walking into just another room. Yeah. Another Another white room. Like, it all felt like it was filmed in one apartment building. Pretty much. Um, I'm sure it was pretty much just the hospital set redressed over and over again. But Also, I, I just want to point out, even with nothing happening in the episode, really, still got a car flip. That was fucking retarded. That was the stupidest thing I've ever seen on this fucking show. It's just from a direction standpoint, you see the van flipping onto its back, and then suddenly it lands on all fours. That was the stupidest fucking and the and the, of course the ninja horde that came out of nowhere. Just okay. When we say an episode slow, I if this episode did not contain a single zombie, I'm perfectly happy. Yeah. To be honest with you, that's not why I watch the fucking show. They're in a, they're in a world of zombies. I don't need a zombie attack every episode. And a lot of times it feels like they're just boom zombie attack just to say we have one. 
Yeah, it's, it's like actually that, more. It's actually more harmful. Sometimes. Yeah. And that's what it felt like. Okay, so this episode's a lot of talking. So boom, here's a zombie attack. It didn't. I've watched episodes of this show that have actually been going well up until a zombie attack, and it's like, oh, well, that really takes away from it. Yeah, I mean, uh, remember the well zombie in episode in season two that was just kind of there for for an action sequence. I didn't see that one. It's when they're lowering Glenn into the to the well when they first get to the farm. No, I didn't see any of that. I I've only caught up with like bits and pieces here and there. Ah, well, it, it reminded me. It's things like that remind me of that. Like, well, here's a zombie for the fuck of it. And you know, uh, of course, of course, they would fight zombies in the city, of course. But it feels like you know, it just it wasn't a really well thought out sequence. I see. I see a lot of people liking the car flip, but it was just so ridiculous to me that I I couldn't get behind it. And then they go, and then they have an existential conversation. Well, also, we forgot the other thing about the car flip, is that preceding that is the Scooby-Doo observation. Oh, yeah. Well, they're, they're of course, are covering stuff they we already know. So the writers do know, are aware enough where they're kind of speeding through the mystery. So, of course, they just happen from a building they happen to be in, spot from a long distance away, a van that's crashed with the crosses in the in the back window. Which, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. And then when they go to investigate the van... They find oh, a stretcher. The stretcher. Oh, maybe that's where they're hiding out. Like, okay. It's like, if imagine if instead of a hospital van, it was a taco truck. And they were like, that's where they must hold her. They did a raid on, like, an El Paso. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I accept it, but... If you're aware of the mystery's bullshit, then don't drag it out for a fucking hour. You could remove 15 minutes from this episode. Don't, well, don't do a mystery about it. Yeah. The whole thing is, like, don't make it into this thing where it's like, they were tracking the cop already. You could have just led them straight to the hospital, and we could have gone forward in a very naturalistic way. Yeah, I mean, you just have them have conversations in the – or have them go to the woman's shelter for the night. Have it be near the hospital. Yeah. And then have that scene in there like that. That was fun. That was the place to put in a lot of existential conversation that was needed. Then, you know, after the bit with after Noah takes their weapons and Carol explains why it's why this is the reason she wanted to go because she didn't want she doesn't want to watch anybody else die. She doesn't want to have to protect an entire group anymore. That, that you know, that makes sense. That's good stuff. But then it's like they then they keep over explaining it. It's like you don't have to sit here and explain the subtext. We know who Carol is. It's like we we know all this shit like it. You know, I remember in the episode of Strangers, we were talking about how it, how efficient the stuff, how efficient dialogue was. Where it's like, you know, Rick and Michonne were having these quick exchanges that said so much in this, in just a couple lines back and forth. You know, where is that? Like, it's like we finally get a Daryl and Carol solo episode, and it's just they're them just, having stretched out conversations over and over again. It's the same. It's explaining well, some of the interesting stuff about Carol was the subtext of her story. The things that aren't said, but you but you know from watching the show and being a and being a a fan of it. So then you just fucking say it in this episode. It was bullshit. I'm sorry. And the whole episode also had this cloud hanging over it where they were doing stuff, but it didn't feel like stuff was happening. It just it, all those scenes of them walking into places and. Just having another ex- existential conversation, it's like it just felt like this is like what did Gus Van Sant direct this in between that <laughs> movie 
with Matt Damon and Casey Affleck in the desert? <laughs> what a reference. Like, good lord, it was, it was a nothing of an episode for the most part. And not even interesting existential conversation. It's just the same one pretty much over. It's the same one. It's just like it stops, then it continues, but it's still about the same fucking thing. That we already, we don't, we don't learn anything new, really. We just get a little bit more in detail, I guess. Uh, it's. And it says a lot about the show where it's like a zombie attack happens and you're bored throughout the entire thing. You're just bored. You're senselessly wanting it to go somewhere. Well, it just feels like, well, it's been 10 pages. Here's another zombie attack. It feels like an action scene, like a studio action movie. Where it's like, oh, it's been five pages. Time for a short action scene. And man, Daryl just did not seem like he was getting anything thrown his way as far as a character character stuff goes. Like the one scene of him burning the walkers aside, you could have had Carol teaming up with anyone almost. Yeah, I, I could agree with that. It's like that all the talking back and forth, uh, you know, about all, you know, sled in sledgehammery over the headways. Once again, more was said in the in Carol wanting to ki- trying to kill Noah in the first scene, and then wanting to save Noah in the last scene, and then her going into what did you think I was going to kill him? I was going for his leg. It's like you didn't need to explain that. <laughs> But it's like more was said in the character arc of the episode through the fucking those unsaid actions than having the character sit down and then talk about it for 20 minutes. And not, and not that talking's bad. That's, what, that's the reason you watch the fucking show. It's just – it's not well-written talking. It's just – No, it's – talking presumes that something is being said instead of words coming out of their mouths. It's talk. It's talking through actions and having a reason to talk, other than just like we said, the slowdown of them, you know, having the night in the woman's shelter and then talking. All right, that's where it should have been. That's perfect. Like the location's perfect because it calls back to Carol and having you know later on the book falling out of Carol's bag that she took, and but then they just went to another ha- place and had a, a, a stretched out version of the same talk. Why, why wasn't everything else that needed to be said in the episode throughout all those scenes should have been there, and then the episode should have. You know, had some drive behind it. Went from play. You know, when you're traveling through a shit city, it should feel like you were traveling or going on a journey. Not, we go here. We came across this clue, so we go over here now. Oh, here's Noah. Oh, we're teaming up with him. Oh, Carol got hit by a car. Oh, we're back in the. It just felt like filler. Which, to the episode's credit, it did do one thing good, which is it Noah. proved you wrong. It did. It proved me wrong. And which I'm happy Carol, about. I'm very yeah. happy about because the entire time. I told you this the entire time throughout this episode, still expecting your ending to play out. I was like, if this is the episode Carol goes out on, I'm stopping. I'm not watching the show anymore. Arguably, with all the flashback and stuff, they made it super obvious that Carol's going to die. Yeah, that's that's what I was thinking. Like the entire time, it's like, okay, this this is an incredible amount of focus on this character that usually spells doom. Yeah. So Walking Dead trope. Thankfully, they didn't go that way. Like, I love Not them. yet, but... Well, yeah, but at least for now, they didn't, and that really dumb ending is, at least in context, is not as super dumb as it was. It's still super dumb, but... Yeah. Well, and now that we kind of know the trajectory of this season with, what, two episodes left? Yeah. So uh, that's just finale. 
Yeah. Uh, they can't and, fucking fill 16 episodes. Man, I have never been unenthused for a mid-season finale. I'm super uninterested. I, I'm, I'm, I'm slowly losing all my interest in the show over the last, just because of the last three episodes. Even yeah. though I liked the last episode, but it's just, it's the back to back to back to backness. Uh, and it's like, it's about saving Beth, really? This, it just feels like, it feels like an entire season of filler now. Just to get, it feels like I'm, I'm having to trudge through the first eight episodes to get to the back eight episodes. It's about saving Beth, but Maggie still doesn't care about Beth. <laughs> still hasn't mentioned Beth once. And it's like, and you know, the next episode is going to be an hour of them preparing and having existential conversations that we they've already had. It's like I made the joke yesterday with you that it's going to be Rick just saying, you know, humans are like tomatoes. Carl's like, yeah, Dad. Hey, Tyrese. No humans are like tomatoes. I'm going to go in the corner and talk about not killing. <laughs> I, is, it's such a dumb, dumb, very dumb way to handle the show at this point, especially with as long as it's been going. And it, it, it doesn't feel, it feels like this, the show needs to be only six episodes long a season now. Because it doesn't feel like they have enough content to fill fucking anything. It feels like this is all just bullshit for filler. At least last season, it's like you had that whole amazing first half with the rise of the governor and everything. And, and the first half is the way to do it. Like, was there, you know, there wasn't like a talking ton to go. Like, look at the Herschel episode. Herschel episode is Herschel in like three rooms talking to characters you've never fucking met before and just doing stuff with very little dialogue. But it feels like it doesn't feel like filler. It's a bottle episode, but it feels like, you know, it wasn't among a shit ton of other bottle episodes. It was amazing. But it felt like there was stuff happening and we were learning things without care, without Herschel and Rick just talking with, you know, uh, overwritten dialogue for an hour. And, you know, there the, and stuff was stuff was happening Without feeling like, 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 you know, they were racing and there's action and all this other stuff. Here it just feels like, it, it just feels like fucking filler for the fuck of it. Like they had enough content for three episodes and the rest is just bullshit. I also think it just could have been done where if this episode didn't exist, it still could have been reasonably explained what happened in between. Like when Daryl shows up with Noah and stuff, like you could have easily just filled in the blanks. I think this episode, it still wouldn't have been great. But if this episode was played right after that stupid cliffhanger, and then we got Slab Town. Yeah, that would have made so much more sense and actually made it play a little better. Yeah, it, 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 there would have been structure to it. Uh, now, it, Right now, it's just it's confusing as fuck. And just leading to a place that's so predictable. Yeah. It's like the mid-season finale is like, oh, they're going to attack the hospital. Okay. Yeah, we're going to attack the hospital. People are going to die. They'll probably save Beth. Yay. And then Noah will be like, hey, why don't we go to Alexandria? And everybody's going to be like, okay, let's go to Alexandria. Then they're going to go to Alexandria credits. And then the next season, the next half of the season is them walking to Alexandria. Yeah. And then they'll get to Alexandria in like the last three episodes. And it's like, which, which feels like this is all just filler for us to get there or the more interesting shit's happening. The, the trip to Alexandria is what we need to go to, so it's like... And you know what's really scary is that 
I was talking about this to James yesterday. Uh, T-Tendons, as he's known on the mythos of Pulping Dead. I was talking to James, and he mentioned something very interesting, which is, you know, it's not like the comics didn't have periods like this, too. Like, even the comic isn't perfect like this. Like, a lot of it, from the governor to all-out war, a lot of it was really filler. Kirkman repeatedly got bad reviews for some of those issues between them. <laughs> like, I've I've listened to John on the off-panel podcast talk about issues that went nowhere. And if that's what they're following, then, wow, that's, that's a huge missed opportunity. At the same time, I'd, I'd rather them follow that because at least it was, like, condensed. And then they were introducing, you know, interesting characters like Jesus and... But this is just like I, – I really do not know what there is to be gained from drawing everything out even more. Yeah, it's like – so you you burst through the Hunters in Terminus, which is fine. You know, it's it's kind of weird considering last season, but, but then you don't really – you don't follow it up with – you follow it up with this in this kind of way, in this kind of structure, at this kind of pacing – repeating the same mistakes over and over and over again. It's like, I'm tired of hearing fucking characters talk existentially about how things can't go back to the way they were and shit like that. I'm fucking tired of it on this show. It's exhausting. It's like, I know it's a drama and it's about depressing shit, but present it through things that are happening in the plot. Characters having to talk on the fly about stuff. I don't mean through having to, you know, fucking have gun battles and shit like that, but having to face moral dilemmas, having to deal with decisions and... Moral dilemmas that don't contradict dilemmas from the past, like with Tyrese's... Yeah, it's just not drama for drama's sake. And just better writing. Just Why does it feel like... Episodes don't feel like they're stuffed with content. I, I don't mean stuff with the content like all these different things are happening at once and slashing back to these characters. It's like you can be stuffed with content with two characters talking in a room, but feel like you're stuffed, feel like something was accomplished with this episode. Instead, it's just – it's so pre- it's all pretentious. It's very pretentious dialogue. It, it's very it's, – it's, it feels like people – like and you get a couple smart lines, but it feels like – once again, it feels like the writer was really fucking happy when they came up with that. You know, it's not like it's this kind of uh, existential philosophical dialogue, imp- you know, implanted in the middle of something. It's just all of this philosophical existential dialogue that the entire conversation is made up of, and it gets tiresome. Anyway, I feel yeah, like we've been bitching for 26 minutes, but... I also think we've kind of hit a rut where we're repeating ourselves now, so... We are, we are. It's just yeah. Let's do let's do the thing they won't, and let's end this. Yes, and I feel bad about being negative this much, but the ep- this shows the episode gave us nothing. Let's face it, yeah. it gave us absolutely nothing. And I in the grand scheme of things, and I would say I liked maybe seventy percent of it. I would say I like thirty percent of it, to be honest. Yeah, uh, you know, I liked different places. I like the score. <laughs> I like some scenes. I like some lines. I like some sentiments that were given. Uh, maybe not at the pacing that they were given, but the idea of them. But you know, whatever. No, it was cool. 
No, it was pretty fucking cool as always. And I have no interest in seeing where this is going. Neither do I. And it's all for a character the show has been doing just fine without of. So. And it's all for leading up to a battle between, like, three cops. Three cops that we don't have a lot of interest in. It's like, yeah, I can't wait to see more Dawn. Rick is gonna... Rick would be able to kill all of them by himself in, like, an afternoon with, like, a Bowie knife. The fucking terrible thing is, you know, like, Rick's gonna recognize Dawn, she's gonna become, like, a member of the group or some shit like that. I know, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to bring things down even further, but I, I... I don't know how, like, the zero to 60 we've done <laughs> from fucking being so uber excited, like, like, but we, like, Pulping Dead, like, last season to Pulping Dead, even the begin, even the beginning of this season to now has just been such a fucking downward spiral. Yeah. It's because the show could and should be better, but anyway, sorry for the bitching. We really uh, don't like being negative, all things considered. That should, we should state that. Well, it's not our fault. We can definitively say that. It's not our fault. No. We ain't ashes, MB. Mike, you're here. You're now. <laughs> now let's go over here and talk about that again. <laughs> anyway, this has been... You get hit by a car. God, if only. If only that happened earlier in the episode, at least shit would have happened. But this has been this episode of The Pulping Dead, talking about consumed. I've been Mike. I've been MB. R.I.P., Bob. Shane was right. He really was.